This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. I've had so much fun interviewing guests and I've had a lot of fun introducing them all to you. And, you know, it's been really fun to just watch this podcast go. It's, I don't even care necessarily. Just kidding. I do want people to listen. I feel very strongly about what it is I have to share. And I also am really okay if it's kind of, you know, tortoise and the hairy because um, I'm learning as I go, and that's part of the fun of it for me is I'm I'm figuring out how to run the sound, and some of the sound hasn't been that great, and it's been a real lesson, a real challenge, a real experience for me to be okay with letting them sound the way they sound and release them anyway, because I believe the content is amazing. The, the guests that I've had so far that have shared their insight on little things that have happened in my journey that have really helped me to connect to my voice have been powerful. And these people, I just had these, you know, I wanted, I want to interview Kendall um, from Shine. I want to interview my friend Jen, Jen Zucker about lipstick and I, Denim Slade about temperament and uh, Brody Perry has been a huge part of me finding my voice in a literal sense. And, you know, there have been a few, Donna Power, um, Holly Porter, just all of these people that have really touched my life and have been such a part of my journey and have helped me weave myself back together um, instead of being separate and living separate from my passion and from my purpose and from my power. And And I hope that you can see or you've been able to see through these interviews um, how that has been happening for me and, and hearing just little pieces of my story as I go along and and hopefully, too, you're able to relate in some way or another, especially if you've been feeling like you've, you know, um, lost your voice. Or maybe you know somebody who you've seen kind of separate from themselves or to seclude themselves or to go inside and and you're trying to get them out, you know, a way to understand, you know, what goes on inside of somebody's mind and how the stories that we tell ourselves through the experiences that we have can really play a part in how we show up and in how we feel. And, you know, I've just been really thinking today a lot, um, especially over the last couple of weeks. I've had, um, a, a <laughs> my daughter has been um, quite ill, and so it's caused me to slow down. I've been living a very fast-paced life, and I've loved every second of it. And it's caused me to slow down and to really be with myself. And it's been a way of putting... Um, all the things that I've learned and 
this um, self-discovery to the test, and it's been good. I've been able to really feel a lot lately the power of really being in the moment and, and feeling, and I used to didn't feel. And I didn't know that I didn't feel. I knew that I didn't like to feel, especially when I wanted when I felt like crying. I didn't like it, and so I got really good at shutting it off before I really felt it. And what's been on my heart today is um, how grateful I am that I can feel. Even if the, the feeling is, is pain for a minute, or sorrow, or sadness, or just that overwhelming, overwhelming need to cry. Um, I'm so grateful for it because the joys, the happiness, the other side of that feeling is just so exhilarating. And honestly, I used to, I used to hate the feeling of a big, happy, joyful feeling as well, because it was just too much for me to take. And I've learned through listening to Brene Brown and through study that the reason is because my capacity to feel wasn't very big. So even if it was a happy feeling or a positive feeling, it was too big for me to be able to handle. And so it didn't feel good. And so by stretching my feel box and allowing that to open up, I've been able to really um, increase my capacity to enjoy my life. And that's what finding your voice is all about for me. That's what I want to be able to do. It's my passion. It's my purpose. And and I I also have just really been realizing, I've known for a while, like I was, I remember I was in a car with Dave, and actually I think we had the same conversation over and over and over again. I was like, I just want to know what my purpose is. Like I've totally forgotten. I used to know I had a reason to be alive, and I totally have forgotten. I feel like I just get up every day, I go through the motions, and I go to bed, and I and I know that I'm not doing my part. I know that I'm not living the way, you know, to the measure of my creation. And it was frustrating me so much that it was, it was just frustrating. <laughs> I don't know another word. Um, but it was painfully frustrating. And he had the fabulous insight. And, and I don't know why I listened to him this time. I mean, I, I listen I honor, respect my husband, and I would listen in a lot of ways, but there were certain buttons that he or anybody, it wasn't just him, would push. One of them was, you know what, I think that your purpose right now is just to sit back and enjoy your life and to just realize what you have and to be happy and let yourself be happy and to start doing things that you want to do just because you want to do them without having a reason behind it, without having a purpose behind it. And at first I'm like, that's so beside the point. It's like opposite of what I'm asking. I want a purpose. So why would I not have a purpose in what I do? And he was like, trust me. And for some reason, all of my fight had gone out of that fight. And I was finally ready to say, you know what? Okay. So I did. And I did little things like get my nails done. And um, I think I got massages. I think that was when I first started having a massage. And man, <laughs> I love massages. Um you know, and going to um, retreats and and attending, I went back to school. That was one thing I did. Anyway, I really started to um, gain an appreciation for life. And I remember um, my husband is, if you don't know him, um, listen to Mechanic to Millionaire. You'll get to know him really well. But he's very focused. And he is great at writing out his vision and I knew the power of it. I knew I had done it before, 
Um, and I, I couldn't. I would sit down and I'd get out my pen and I would write one or two words and then I'm like, ugh. So I'd put it away because I couldn't. I couldn't. And um, I did that over and over again. And then one day I was going to throw all of them away, all of the little cards. Um, he does it on three by five cards. And so I was, you know, doing what he does. And I had a stack of cards that I had started and put away. And I was going to throw them all away and just start over. And I picked them all up and I decided I'm just for fun going to see what I wrote. And I laid them all out. And my vision was sitting there in front of my eyes. And I had written it just a couple of words at a time. And I wish this was all just metaphorical, but seriously, it's so real. It's so literal and very metaphorical of how our purpose reveals itself to us just a step at a time as we allow ourselves to live our lives and to be in the moment and to enjoy where we are. And it was huge for me. So I looked at it, and basically it said... Um, I wanted to connect women. Women is who I know because that's who I am. I think men can fall into this too, but right now it's really lopsided toward women. Just no offense. Um, <laughs> anyway, connecting women to their virtue, their power, and their purpose. And I was like, oh my goodness, that just that's it. That is it. And it had some... Um, descriptions written below it I won't share here um as I looked at it I, I felt it it was given to me it, I don't feel like it came from inside of me I felt like it was downloaded into me like handed to me almost like here's your purpose and it grew and it swelled in my heart and it made me cry and even now every time I say it every time I think it it just takes on this whole persona this whole power of its own and I love it and as I started to build my website and I started to create a, a brand I included that in my tagline. That is my tagline, connecting women to their virtue, power, and purpose. And for a minute, I got a little bit afraid of the word virtue. And I just wanted to explain it to you today. And um, that's the purpose of this of this podcast today, just kind of short and sweet. Um, we'll see if it really ends up being short. I can get long-winded sometimes, but that's okay. Um, anyway, I, I just started, I knew that was the word that I wanted to use. I knew what I knew it meant to me. I didn't know if that's what it meant to everyone. And um, I don't know, it just kind of seemed like it might be a little bit controversial. We'll just say that. And I couldn't change it. Every time I would try to change it and I couldn't. So I decided to do some research on the word virtue to see if it really was the word that I wanted to use um, or if I could find a better word. And so I started looking at all different religions and how they defined the word virtue. And I even, I asked some friends of mine um, that weren't of my same faith, that aren't of my same faith, because I wanted to hear it from all different religions and all different perspectives. I had a man friend and a, and a woman friend and a few others. Um, and all of them had an opinion to share my my man friend um he said to me you know it it depends on the point of view that people have so um he said instead of explaining just ask others opinions which is what i had been doing and first seek to understand and then to be understood so um that really began my research 
because I didn't want, um, I don't want to come across as somebody who's trying to shove things down other people's throats. And that's why that word was like standing out to me. So I started to seek to understand. I started asking questions. And a lot of people said things like, um, let's see, my, I saw in the, in the scriptures that virtue is more precious than rubies. And I was like, well, why? Um, I had another friend that said, um, virtue is knowing who you are and where you come from and what you stand for and not falling from that. And I was like, yes, that's exactly, (laughs) that's exactly how I feel about it. She said, it's cultivating a God confidence. Like, yeah, just that confidence that comes from deep inside and nobody can, can change it. It's, it's just solid and strong in there. I'm like, yes. So then I looked up, um, different religions. Like I said, I looked up Buddhism. I looked up Hinduism. I looked up, um, Asian culture, Buddhism, things like that. And all of them had very strong similarities. And so one quote that I I found in my research that I thought um, pretty much encompassed what everybody had said was, virtue is a pattern of thought and behavior based on high moral standards. And to me, that's basically the definition of virtue. I also found that virtue means strength, compassion, and ethics. It means tradition. It means generosity and honesty, wisdom, courage, justice, tolerance, good speech, respect, purity, courtesy, long-suffering. And again, this is according to Buddhism, Hinduism, Chinese religions, Taoism, Confucianism, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And so um, after doing the research and seeing that the word means basically the same to I don't know about all cultures. I'm sure I'm missing several, but a big spectrum of worldly cultures, I mean, around the world. And I felt a lot more confident in it. And then finally, um, I was, this was an accidental find actually, but I was listening to, I don't even remember who I was listening to, but someone that I, that I respect, one of my mentors. Um, and, and that person said, Virtue is power, and that's what it is. So when we can connect to our virtue, it what I'm saying and what I feel like it means, and that's why I think it was handed to me, was that when we can connect to our virtue, that's when we can really connect to our power and to our purpose through our understanding of who we are. And that's basically describing our core values, and having those core values and staying true to them, that's what virtue is all about. And so by connecting to virtue, we discover our power. And when we do that, when we're really connected to who we are, we begin to understand what our purpose is. And I believe that purpose evolves. I think for some people, it stays really constant. For other people, it may appear to switch. And I believe it all leads to one big end. And um, the more I move forward in my purpose that I feel is to lead an, an army of women and not to lead from out front, but just a gathering to find people that are like-minded, to find people who also have a desire to connect to their virtue and to help other people do the same and to walk strong and stand tall and to speak up and to share the good news of life with everyone else and just help everybody know we're all okay to spread hope 
And to bring power through that kind of attitude and that kind of creating life on purpose because we know who we are, we know what we want, and we know where we're going, and we're not afraid to go there. So with that, (laughs) I will be back with some really fun guests. I have a great lineup. I'm very excited about the next few weeks of guests that I have. And um, I just wanted to leave you with that thought and kind of just give you an idea of what I stand for, where I come from. And to kind of share that underlying theme of all of the interviews that I do, all of the guests that I have, all of them in some way have connected to their virtue or are in the process of connecting to that and to really understanding who they are and who are daring to stand up and to speak out and to just spread joy and hope to, to, to this world and to life and to people. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all of your support. For all of your fun comments and your um, stories that help me to really just become even more and more firm that that this is the work that the world needs right now is helping people to understand who they are and not be afraid to be that. So let's go forth and let's all dare to find our voice together and let's speak up. All right. Thanks for listening. speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com.
the EWN Podcast Network.